Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us. Family First Life Tri-State Training Day podcast. I'm back in the booth with my man, David Starr who basically has started here at FFL a very short period of time ago and is out there helping an immense amount of families a week. Um, I think he told me he's running like 40 appointments a week. That's, that's awesome. And to know where he came from prior to where he is now and where he's headed is very, very, very intriguing. And I want everyone to kind of listen and understand his process as he goes throughout his week-to-week process, month-to-month, on what he's doing to get the result he's getting. So, David, how you doing, my man? Good, Mark. Good. How are you? Doing amazing, man. Um, you know, you have such a compelling story, you know, where you came from. You're so young, you know, and you're out here and you're meeting with families every single day um, at a pretty high level. And I want to go through your process a little bit, you know. You found FFL. You got excited about the opportunity. And you said not shortly after that you went down to convention, correct? Correct, yeah. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, you going down to convention, your experience there, and what it, how it ignited you to want to get out there and help a lot of families. Yeah, so um, when I went to convention, um, like I just saw so many people gather around, and I thought, you know, is this what every business does is just – you know have conventions every year and get people fired up Mm. like i didn't realize this was just an ffl thing so when i got there i didn't really know what i was going to expect so right off the bat dave witchard um um not kickstarted us yeah um and then from there i was just hooked i was locked in who did you who did you see down there that you identified with and who did you see that you were like wow what if what if I could? Um, Jake Conan was a, a big influence on me. Um, he just had such a strong message, and he seemed like he was a very p- well-spoken, powerfully spoken man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Everything he had to say was just inspirational to me, um, and it really just kind of ignited a flame inside me. Now you and him, you're in this. You you're like in the same backyard, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, go to his office to dial. God, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's and he's exploding s- still. I mean, like they're exploding. So I could see that. Um, and now you look at him. You see what he's doing. You see. Do you see in him what's possible, or do you go? That's just for him. Um. When I was first at convention, I was like, okay, this is just for him. Seems like a really inspirational guy, but um, I don't know if I can get to that level, mm-hmm. right? Um, but after I've been doing this for a couple months, you know, the doors have been opening to new possibilities. Mm-hmm. And um, everything that everyone else is doing seems possible now. Right. If you just put in, you know, that little bit of extra work. Just work, right? Yep. So, you know, you had to go out there. So you leave convention and you're 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 now excited. Did you run business pre-convention? No, nope. N- none at all. No. 
All right, so you left convention, fired up. What did that look like when it when it went to when you had to go buy your first batch of leads? So I had a lead strategy call, um, literally like two or three days after convention. Um, got on that lead strategy call with Mindy Tibbs, my upline. Uh, we went and checked out some second chance mortgage um, through the CRM, and it was like at the time before convention there was actually like some leads on the CRM right um yeah. now it's you know kind of hard to find the second chance mortgages um but at the time that they were pretty abundant to where um i got like 150 leads nice um and i started with that uh the next day went to a coffee house started dialing uh felt like i got my butt kicked because i was never good on the phones or even ordering off of menus to ah. say that <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I got a lot of rejection, um, my first dial day. What was your mindset going into that dial day? What were you, like, what were you telling yourself? Um, I told myself that, um, prepare for the worst, you know, and <laughs> really expect the worst because who knows what this is going to be like. Um, was that a way to embrace it or was that a way to kind of head fake yourself to keep going? Kind of, uh, head fake myself. Because if I I knew if I would have um, exceeded even a little bit of expectation there, um, that I would keep going with this, right? Because um, I didn't think this was real even to start. <laughs> so wait a minute, you had leads, yeah. And you saw you're at convention. You go into the the coffee house. Is that what you said? Yep. And you're not sure if it's real. Yeah. So. I didn't know that these were warm and hot leads, like actually. Got like it. I didn't know that people were actually filling these forms out. Got it. I didn't know how you guys were generating these leads. All I knew was a lead is someone that, you know. Had got it. Makes sense. One, maybe yeah. one's life insurance. Right. Got it. <laughs> okay. That makes perfect sense. So how many appointments did you book in that session? Um, I booked eight to ten appointments. I can't remember exactly. Got it. How many of those did you sit on? Set on seven of those appointments. And how many families did you help? I helped two of those families. Okay. How'd that feel? Uh, it was a pretty crazy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that that first uh, that first close that I had, the first family that I helped, um, I was like sweating inside the home, like sweating through my clothes, and like I was calling Mindy like five times. While I was in the home. I was like, "Hey, what what do I click here now?" <laughs> Because I just had no idea what I was doing. But thankfully, with her help, she was guiding me the whole way through. I wasn't alone. Got it. Right. Um, so, like I said, I was just sweating. Um, <laughs> I even told them that I was new and I was learning with them. Got it. So, um, <laughs> I, I like it. It's and honest. Mindy was on the phone and she's like, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hear it in her serious tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Serious, loving tone. She's just like, submit the application. And just <laughs> <laughs> Tell him not to pick up the phone for anyone else. <laughs> the voice of reason. Yeah. So I got out of there after I submitted it, and um, they liked me. You know, they shook my hand and were smiling mm. by the time. We had a good time nice. uh, by the time I left that house. And um, it's policy still in place as, as of today. That's sweet, man. So... 
you know, you go from there and you go from two families helped in your first week. What was next for you? Um, next for me, it was just like a slow progression of keep booking more appointments and we'll see how it works out. Same leads or you bought new leads? Same leads. Second Same chance. leads. Yep. No, no, no. The same 150 leads or did you buy a new batch to add to that? Oh, yeah. New batch. Got it. Yep. My upline was adamant about buying new leads every week. Got it. Every week. You don't ever go back on that. And um, I also experienced doing that as well. And I pretty much wasted a whole dial day and then the, the next two days because there were just the people that weren't picking up or that just simply didn't want it. Got it. And then you get back on the phones. Yep. Get back on the phones uh, the next week. Um, this time my goal is 15. I hit, I think, 12 or 14 Okay. in between there. And I thought I was hot for that. Wait, were you more confident than the first time? Now it's real to you. Now it's making sense. Yeah, I was more confident. Um, okay. I was definitely willing to like actually sit down and focus in the office the you, whole time. Were you excited to get back on the phones? I wasn't so much of excited okay. to get back on the phones, but I was more focused this Got time. Focus. Like That's I wasn't a good word. getting up. I yeah. wasn't talking to other Got agents. It. Just <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. It's the evolution, but it's the evolution of a new agent, but it's also the evolution of a new successful agent. Mm -hmm. Because how long did it take for you to to help your first ten families in one week? took me about a month and a half. A month and a half, so six weeks. Yeah. And the whole time in those six weeks you were helping families, correct? Yes. The whole time you were getting deposits from the insurance carriers, correct? Yes. How did it feel learning on your way to this 10 plus families a week while making money? I mean, it was an exciting journey, honestly, just like the transformation in myself and like where my priorities started to land. Mm. Um it, it really kind of changed my outlook on a lot of things. Um, so in that six weeks, you know, I really wasn't working the hardest I could have worked. I wasn't mm. really being honest with myself. And really, you know, you could always be working harder. Yeah. Right. So I had that like real um, realization with myself that am I working as hard as I could be right now? Mm. Why aren't I seeing the numbers that other people are putting up? And I get there's experience that has put into it but how do i get that experience twice as fast Got it. and the answer was book more appointments hmm. and matt borsch um shout out matt borsch inception <laughs> oh, uh man. love that man but um he just kept installing in my brain that it's a numbers game it's a numbers game keep the numbers in your favor keep your activity high and um you're gonna see high results and he was exactly right on that so how long did it take you to realize that to actually believe what he was saying? And then what did you, when did you get to your when did you decide 30 was not enough? 35 was not enough. 40 appointments a week. When did you decide that? So and after that week weekend, that week I set out to book um 18 appointments and then the next week I did 20 and then 22. Um, every two days. Okay. So every two days I was doing 18, 20, 22. So a total of 40 to 44 a week. Mm. And then I was just like, saw how much more I was able to sit in front of families 
how much more experience I was able to gain through sitting with them. Mm-hmm. And then it just clicked for me, like, that's what he meant. He wants to get me where he was in half the time, and this is how you do it. You just stay with high activity, then you get high volume, and then you get high results. No doubt. Um, it's really not that com- – I mean, I, I want to, like – but it's not that complicated of a process. And the people who do that consistently do very well, you know. You're now, you know, what what uh what is what does May look like for you as far as your number of families you you're gonna help in May? My goal is to help eighty families in May, um, and then hopefully for June we're shooting for a hundred. Jeez. I remember going out there and meeting with a ton of families to try to to do what you guys now make look so easy. I mean, guys are writing a hundred guys are helping a hundred families a month like it's <laughs> it's like the four minute mile, you know? It's just like, wow. I don't know if I ever helped a hundred families in a month. Like that's significant. And it just seems it just rolled off your tongue, no problem. So now you understand this this process of, of shutting down the learning curve, like just obliterating the learning curve by increasing activity and increasing, you know, what would you say to a new agent who's afraid to buy leads? I mean, if you're afraid to spend money, you're afraid to make money. Wow. Because it takes money to make money. And, I mean, it's not doing you any good just sitting in that savings account. So if you believe in yourself then try investing in yourself. See the outcome of that. Nice. In a business. In a business. Where there's so many people that have gone before you. You know, we're not investing blind, right? You're not investing blind. You didn't invest blind. You invested with an angel in your ear that said, you know, do it this way. Do it that way. You know, make sure you, you know what I'm saying? So we're not investing blind, right? And when you think about now where you are, right, versus there, I mean, it's been three months. (laughs) You're talking about in your third month of helping families with life insurance, you're going to do 80 families. And then you're talking about in your fourth month, you're going to help 100 families. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got family. You got people that know you. They know your past. They know where you came from. They know. And they're like, how are they looking? How are you being received right now? Um, I mean, my family is really proud of me. That's awesome, dude. You know, helping helping families out and as many families as I am um, in a month's time, you know, that's a big deal. That's a lot of a lot of lives you're changing, mm. you know, and that's why I'm doing this, you know, just to help other people to feel good about what you're doing mm. and to kind of redeem my family from... Um, the tragedy we went through with my dad passing away mm. and him not having any life insurance in place. Got it. That's such a strong testimony. Do you tell that in the home? Uh, I sometimes do um, when I'm connecting with that client well enough. I do. But, um, you know, I don't just bring it out to anybody. Got it. Take us inside the home with you. Okay. You know, you got 22 appointments over the next two days. You get in your car on Tuesday morning after a successful Monday dial session. Number one, what, what's your mindset? And then number two, how are you going throughout your day? 
how are you going in there and connecting with these families and helping them with protection? So when I get in my car, um, I throw on some Dave Anderson right away. Really? That's your guy? Yep, that's my guy. Dave's a beast, bro. Yep. the game So direct. The game changed your life, baby. Yep. <laughs> so I'll throw an episode on that real quick, and uh, that'll kind of just get my mind out of the fog, get it ready, and then I'll just kind of, like when I'm 10 minutes away from my appointment, I'll cut off everything, just ride in silence, and just think about how much this family would need my help um, or does need my help and what it would look like if they didn't get my help and something happened next month. And then I also keep in my mind the fact that um, I treat them like if I could get to them before something happened to my dad, um, what kind of an impact that would have. So if I can sit down with them, figure out their financial history, figure out their health, and then place them with the best possible carrier, um, then and hopefully save someone's retirement, save the equity in their home, or supplement their income for some time. You know, I mean, there's no better feeling walking out of a house when you know you help someone. No doubt. Are you, um, what are you doing to set structure in the home? What are you doing when you, when you, get, when you get to the house to kind of let this family know that you're, you're here to help them, you're here to do business? Yep, so I just walk in, um, you know, hi, my name's David, quick handshake, shoes on or off, um, then I make my way to the table. Mm. Not really asking, I just make my way. Um, not building any type of report about how nice the house looks or how cute the dogs are, mm. um, but I'm asking intentional questions. How long have you been here? Is this your first house? Was this a refinance? Um, and then I'm kind of just observing everything around, you know, like what kind of, I got this one from Mindy Tibbs, what kind of cereal are they eating? Are there cereal boxes? Are they off-brand? Are they on-brand? You know, kind of just figuring out where they lie, if they're kind of cheaper or they like more expensive things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I sit down at the table, show them my state license, explain why I'm there, who I am, um, maybe just give them a little bit of background on me, um, and then we get right into it. There's really no BS with it. Um, I'm trying to get straight to the point and show them that, you know, I'm here to care for your situation um, and not try to be your friend. Right. Um, So we get through all of it. When I'm asking them financial inventory, I'm not just asking what's your monthly payment. Mm -hmm. I'm asking what kind of bills are we paying? Do we have a car payment? What are we paying on car insurance? I'm getting every single bill they have that's above 30 bucks. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm adding that all in there. Once I get their incomes, um, I'm kind of showing them what it looks like if one of them passes away, what kind of bills they're going to have to take on, and how they're going to have to transition into that new life without them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of build a little bit of emotion into that, kind of give them a little bit of my story, how I know the other side of things without having this coverage. Um, and then, you know, in that time, I'm also weaving in and out the price. So they're seeing it the whole time. Mm. You know, I'm not trying to like hide the price anymore. Right. It's just ah. right in front of their face. Like we're talking about it. This is it. Mm-hmm. Because if they say, oh, no, I don't want it right off the bat, then that's going to save me a lot of time um, on my job. And I don't have to hassle them as much because I know there's another family waiting for me. So like if they don't want it, I'm not trying to press them for it. Right. To where when I had 12 appointments, 
I was pressing them hard, man. <laughs> you got to buy this. <laughs> I'm not leaving here until you buy this. <laughs> because there's only 12 appointments. I only right. had 12 appointments to make, you know, some money for myself. And then it also had me being more greedy. Mm. You know, like I'd want to upcharge people on their premium. Mm. With this, I can actually help people when right. I keep a lot of appointments. Very simple mathematics to our business. Yes. Just to be just to be successful. You're you're <laughs> three months. You're successful. <laughs> it's just, I just it rolls out of my mouth and I think of three months. Like people who are willing to work hard can win. You're proven you're pr- proof of that. You know? And you were coming from another industry. Um, did you say pest control? Yeah. Spraying bugs, not selling. <laughs> Spraying bugs. You didn't really like it. And you found yourself somehow in the insurance industry. You know? But people find themselves in the insurance industry every day. People talk about the insurance industry, how great the industry is, how they go get their license. You know what they do with it? Hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They do nothing, David. And a lot of those people would maybe had thoughts of, of, you know, the time that the, that the license could buy them if they help families, the independent nature of it, the ability to help eh, two families a week, whatever the case may be. And then there's you, the exact opposite of that, you know. You pass your test in two days. You go straight to a convention. You come out of convention. You buy leads. You go out. You go out and kill it. And then you continuously ramp up your habits your processes to become a very strong person in this business. Very impressive. Are you right now building a team? And do you have agents that are watching this and now starting to duplicate this? Yeah, so I actually just started getting really serious about building a team. Um, Because not only do I want to help people on the other end of the table, um, clients, but I want to help other agents change their life like I was able to change mine. Um, I brought one of my good buddies, uh, Thomas Zimbrowski, here today. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of my good what friends. Up, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just, you know, he came to the office just to check it out, and he's met some really, really good people here, um, got some really good information. Um, I've a couple, two other friends, Noah just got his license, uh, two days ago. So I'm really excited to be working with him, childhood friend. Nice. And then I got another college buddy, Luke, who's just getting his license. So they're all moving in with me too, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) They are. That's going to be a bloodbath Uh in a lot of different ways, by the way. Yeah. But dude, that's awesome, man. Um, wow. And again, they're all one market. They're all friends, you know, they're all going to duplicate your success, and then they're going to go out and do the same thing, go find other people that can do the same thing. This is not complicated. This is very empowering, and it allows people to do more for their family and other families out there. You know, um, I will say this. You know, I met you in Detroit a few weeks back. Now, I've, I've heard about this David Starr guy who's out there like slaying it, helping mad families a week. And I'm like, we did the pod, the Jumpstart podcast, but you hit me up and you go, hey man, I'd love to come out to New Jersey and I'd love to talk business with you. 
And I thought that was impressive because we met in Detroit. You didn't have to reach out, you know. So here we are in New Jersey recording podcasts. But I'm very interested in just in figuring out, you know, like how fast you want to build this and, and grow it because there's agencies at Family First Life that are integrity partners that are your age. So there's no – it's already been done. That means you can do it too. Make sense? Yeah. You think about your aspirations as a business builder. What does that look like? Um, so, like I said, Matt Borsch told me that he wanted to get me to where he was in half the time. Mm. He said he's been doing this for two years now. Um, let yeah. me be a little under. Um, whenever he gets to integrity, my goal is to get there in half the time. Love it. That's both of our goals. Um, and then I want to get my downlines to integrity in half the time mm. I did. Is that possible? I think so. I do too. You have to just conceive it, then believe it, then achieve it. You're already doing it. So when it breaks down to like, I helped 30 families last week. That's crazy. Um, that's what I made in my yearly check at my last job. Wow. So if I can save a whole year's time in one week... That's 52 years and one year of working here that I saved on my life. Wow. Financially speaking. That's nuts. So like a lifetime of working a pest control job or one year of working here. Huh. <laughs> and you, 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 can, you can make a decision there. As my man Bohr says, it's just a numbers game. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Great stuff. Killing it, bro. I'm excited for you. The future is sick for you. Very bright. So congratulations on all your early success. I expect big things to come. I'm excited to to watch the show. And uh, thank you all for listening. David Starr crushing it. What's your team name? Uh, Family First Life Five Star. Approved? Not approved. All right. You just dropped it. No one else can have it now. Too bad. Family first life five star baby. In the booth. Appreciate y'all, man.